Bang, bang. Welcome to the potty is brought to you by Bet With Joel, the best in, uh, in sports betting advice. Now, with this coronavirus going on, <clears throat> he's actually on a little bit of a uh, hiatus. Uh, no one's paying for their package at the moment because there's obviously no sports and uh, Joel knows sports, all right? So when this shit's all up and running again, I'll tell you what, you sign up with Bet With Joel, he will send you what bets to take, which bookmaker to take him at, how much of your bankroll to bet and why, right? And you do that, you fill up your pockets and you come out of this pandemic like, it ain't none, all right? So betwithjoel.com slash ref, that's R-E-F slash welcome to the potty, that's P-O-D-D-Y. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50, that's potty exclusive 5-0 for 50% off your first week. And, um, you know, there's no lock-ins. You can get out whenever you like. And when there's a pandemic on, Joel will pause everything. He'll pause everything and you don't need to worry about your subscription continuing to come out. Like with these fucking gyms. These gyms took weeks to stop my fucking subscription. Even though I don't even go there. It shouldn't, shouldn't be there. It shouldn't be going anywhere. Paying money for no... Anyway, betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week's subscription. Welcome to the potty is also supported by Phoenix Fitness. That's F-N-X Fitness. Now these guys... Um, they've got your all of your run-of-the-mill creatines and proteins, um, but then you've got your you've got your things like a little bit of testosterone, things like that. You've got CBD, bro. You wanna you wanna heal your body. You wanna perform at peak fucking abilities at all times. You go to Phoenix Fitness, uh, and it's it's a bit of a difficult website to just remember when I say it so just go to the episode description click the link and when you get the chance to enter a promo code enter promo code potty all caps p-o-double-d-y for 10% off your order and you can you can start training like a motherfucking beast because next time it's not going to be a virus that comes at us it's going to be some sort of Italian or you know Rocky Marciano or something and you're going to have to have that strength to put that motherfucker through the dirt son so hit the Phoenix Fitness link in the episode description and to promo code potty for 10% off all of your supplement needs and if you want to support the Welcome to the Potty podcast you can go to welcometothepotty.com slash store and go and buy yourself a Buttersoft Welcome to the Potty unsourced t-shirt because it's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast and you know this Alright, it's actually sourced, that is all unsourced, think about that. Buy yourself one of these t-shirts dude, they're soft as a motherfucker bro. Never seen something so soft. This this t-shirt couldn't grab a rebound if the game was on the line. It's soft as shit. 5% of all sales will go to a different nominated charity each month. So you're not only increasing your swag level by about 20 points. You are also donating some of that money to the good of the the world, the nation, the the local community. Welcome to the potty.com slash store. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome, 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 welcome to the party. Welcome, welcome. 
Welcome to the party, bung bung! It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, cause I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PR podcasting, the captain, the claimy fucking Oliver of this shit, boy, cause I cook these podcasts up in 15 minutes or less. You understand? It's all unsourced. I come in here with no notes sometimes. I'd say the last five or six episodes, I've had no fucking notes, boy. Come in here fucking hot. Dude, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I just had sex, bruh. Like Akon said, bruh, you know? So I came in with some extra energy because that shit, that shit will get you out of bed, you know? If you do it in the morning, it'll get you out of bed. And if you do it at night, it'll put you to sleep, bro. And that's the secret. Now, all you midday lovemakers out there, I don't know. I don't know how you do it because I've got shit to do during the day. I've got wood to split, you know, mirrors to hang, video games to play, haircuts to get, you know, it's busy. Dude, I'll tell you why I came in here like Claimy Oliver, bro, is because, you know, you try, you try to fucking get some content for the show, you know, but... All the news is coronavirus and I'm over it. I talk about coronavirus every episode. I'm fucking over it. Okay. And then I'm trying to, you know, I'm living my life, but I'm not really doing shit. So I don't even have, I'm, I've been writing no jokes cause I've got, I'm not living any experience. I should be writing about past shit though. You know, I've lived for 29 years and I've only got 15 minutes of material. I'm thinking, I'm thinking I'm being a bit lazy, but but you try to be current with the Welcome to the Potty podcast, right? Like, oh man, I was at the store the other day and this bitch sneezed everywhere and all the oranges started turning green and, you know, but that didn't happen, bro, because I haven't been to the store in two weeks and I know what you're thinking. Oh, you must have did a panic buy. Nah, nah, because I, uh, I signed up for a meal plan, dude, because I'm, dude, I've got man titties, you know, a bit of a sloppy gut, dude. I'm not... You know, I'm not thrilled with the way I look. And, you know, I'm not trying to go out there and get any new meowches. But, you know, Rachel thinks I'm sexy. But I feel like she's lying when she says it. Because I don't feel sexy, dude. So I went, I uh, I got on a meal plan. And it's, it's set out month by month. And it gives you a shopping list for the whole month. Which I thought, this isn't going to work. Because a lot of this stuff isn't going to be fresh. But they also cook the meals in order of like freshness. Right? So you you buy rolled oats. Right? For your porridge or whatever it's called in the morning. But you don't make... You don't actually make that till the end of the month. Because rolled oats is in a plastic bag. It's not going to go off. You know? But then like your kale and your spinach. They're like, yeah, cook that. Cook that up. Your meat... Freeze this meat, keep this shit thawed out. You, you know, your seafood, that's going to be the first couple days. So that's what, um, you know, basically I bought a whole month worth of groceries, but I wasn't panic buying. Well, I was panicking about my, my, my fat titties. I wasn't panicking about coronavirus. But I'll be honest with you guys, I actually kind of feel a little bit under the weather. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. I don't have a sore throat or nothing, but I am a bit congested up here. Listen... You know, sounds a bit congested, but I'll tell you this much. It's not congested enough for for me to have tissues at the uh at the potty desk right here. So so I'm you know, 
I'm not that bad where I'm blowing my nose and shit all the time, but I did wake up this morning and I was like, you know, I got the sniffles and shit and um, my eye was watering. My right eye was watering. It was red as fuck, but I think there was something in it because I took a shower, right? Washed my eye and now it feels good. Good as new, dude. I'm sitting here sipping on this coffee, this early morning coffee on a Saturday. It's Sunday for you guys. And the way I said Saturday just then, dude, Man, that just took me back. Dude, I was just talking to Corey last night about um going when we went to Chicago for spring break. And um well now I'm getting now I'm getting a little bit sidetracked, but we were talking about the time I got beat up by a cop. Um we went spring break, we were there for a week, and I took five hundred dollars. Now my plan was I will get all my calories from alcohol and I I won't really eat much, you know. Uh, the first night, Corey, Corey got lit, right? He got fucking lit. Um, tried to get in a club and they, they knew his ID was fake and they were like, um, you can either leave now or I'm calling the cops. So he left. He didn't have an ID for the rest of the week. This is the first night we're there. So he goes back, throws up, goes to sleep. So, you know, he probably needed to go home anyway. Me and me and um, roommate Dan, not to be confused with housemate Dan, we took Corey back. Then we went to another section of the city and went to a bar. Now, I think we must have been 21. We must have been 21 and Corey wasn't quite 21. He must have been 20, right? So me and Dan go into this bar I forget what it's called. I always forget, but it's something to do with tits or like mother's milk or um, the, you know, the boobery or something like that. But it's not there anymore. It's not there anymore. But we go in there and it's like coyote ugly, right? All these miatches are up on the fucking bar pouring free shots in motherfuckers' mouths and shit. For some reason, we're still ordering drinks. We're like, yeah, get seven white Russians and shit. And a white Russian is like vodka and milk or something. That's what we're drinking because we must have just finished watching The Big Lebowski or something like that. So we're getting drink. We've got a whole fucking bar of drinks in front of us plus miatches standing on top of the bar fucking pouring it in our mouths and shit we're like sitting there taking it like a couple of you know homo erectus and um yeah dude so that's oh yeah that's not even the end of the story we had a beer tower as well which is like a table keg basically we were and we were lit right and we had like 45 unfinished drinks in front of us we were taking sips of everything we're testing it all out like we're a couple of pharmacists or something and we're like all right it's time to go we're lit we're having a good time and i accidentally take the drink outside with me and the cop there's a cop out the side right woo woo freaks the fuck out and he's like what the fuck's in the cup and i was like oh you know what in my mind i'm thinking oh i'll tell this cat it's just juice and he won't, he won't get angry with me, you know? And, um, so I'm like, oh, this is just juice. He's like, put it down, dude. This dude made me think I was maybe holding a gun or something. Telling me to put this shit down. And, uh, so I put it down. I'm like, geez, geez, man. Like, and he, he's like, put your fucking hands on the hood of the car. I was like, what the fuck? I put my hands on the car, Right. Me and, me and um, roommate Dan, we both got our hands on the hood of the car. 
and I'm talking, and these cops talking or writing tickets. I don't know what he's doing, but he's taking forever. And I'm like, damn, I'm like, dude, are we getting arrested? What the fuck's going on? He's like, I don't know, bro. And I was like, all right. I took my hands off of the car, turned around. I was like, what's going on? Are we getting arrested? Are we getting a fine? Dude, this dude looks at me with my hands off the car and starts giving me the beat down of a fucking lifetime, bro. Just starts beating the shit out of me, bro. Anyway, I wake up the next day. Dan comes in my room and he's like, what the fuck, bro? My head hurts so much. And I was like, yeah, dude, I feel like shit. I touch the back of my head. It's like fucking um, got like a big knot on it. Like, a, like I've been smacked the fuck out on the back of my head and shit. I probably had CTE and shit. Dan pulls, Dan's still wearing his jeans from the night before, right? He's like, oh no, Dan's got a fine, right? For 350 bucks and me and Corey crack up. We're like, oh, public intoxication, oh. you know, shitting on him. And I get up to like, you know how, you know how the day after you go drinking, you'll, you'll, uh, when you get up, you'll go into like the living room and you talk, you tell stories of the night before. So I, I put my pants on to uh, do that. And I feel something crunch in my back pocket and I check my pocket. I get, I've got the same fucking 350 fine, 355, $350 fine as Dan, bro. So I brought $500 for the week. And on day two, we have to walk to city hall and pay our fines, bro. And I had about fucking a hundred dollars for the next five days or some shit. So so that was, yeah, that was a rough time, dude. Um, so why did I digress to that? Oh yeah. So me and Corey were talking about going to Chicago and we, we also went to a place called, uh, Springfield, Illinois. Now that's where my dad's from. And I just said Illinois and I hate that because it's Illinois and you don't pronounce the S, you know, sometimes there's silent letters, dude. You don't say Bologna, you know, Bologna or lasagna, lasagna, you know, you know, night, you don't say knight, you don't say knife, you know, so you don't say Illinois, you just say Illinois. Anyway, I'm glad we got that sorted, but we went to Springfield, Illinois, where my dad's from and uh, his whole side of the family, right? And we stayed with my cousin, who's also named Corey. <laughs> And the reason I'm telling this story is because before I said, um, you know, it's a Saturday morning, right? And um, my cousin, Corey, and his friends, Dante, there's a guy called Dante, not to not to be confused with International Heem. Um, Dante, who I, we, we did a hat swap. So I got this dope red St. Louis Cardinals hat and I gave him a gray Boston uh, Red Sox hat. Okay, so... On Wednesdays, they all have the same day off work on Wednesdays and they call it Big, Big Wednesday, you know, Big Wednesday. And they just play video games all day and they put money on it. They put fucking money on it. Um, and it's like, uh, yeah, they'll, so they'll just put money on it all day, like five bucks a game. Like they'll play Madden, NCAA hoops. 2k i don't know i don't know if you can put money really on um call of duty i'm sure you can but and it just ends up being a tab so 
they've got like a scorebook, the big Wednesday, the big Wednesday scorebook, where um they they just keep a tally of who owes what to who, and like it all gets um fuck what's that what's that word you're supposed to do it with your superannuation corroborated combobulated um you guys are screaming you guys are like driving to work screaming at me right now telling me the word this has been happening more and more lately i honestly think i'm gonna have dementia when i get older so i better what are you supposed to do take fish oil or something um you're supposed to like uh fuck you do it to your super your superannuation um, and in America, I think superannuation is called like a um, K-46 or something like that. Uh, what the fuck? Now I don't... Dude, so I don't know any words anymore. Hold on. We need to, we need to go to the Google machine. Um, um, co your super. And we'll, we'll just see if... Um, co-contribution eligibility dude we need to find this word it starts with a c um uh, who's my super because i know they've got a button on there which is like um dude i need to know this fucking word it's where you put all your stuff together. You like corroborate it, but that's not the word. And for some reason that's in my fucking head. Uh, let's just scroll through their front page of their website. Oh my God. I'm going to, I'm honestly going to have to call a friend or something to tell me. Um, you know, I've got a friend that's named is Jossie and he's a fucking accountant. Okay. Consolidate. Fuck. Jesus Christ, dude. Consolidate. Um, so they consolidate all their bets, their $5 bets. So like you might play 10 games, right? But you might only owe five, uh, five bucks at the end of the day. You know, just depends on win, win loss ratio. Really it's ratios and consolidations. Um, so it took me, I don't know, probably five or six minutes to figure the word consolidate out. So you know that, you know, there's probably something wrong with my brain, dude. There was one weekend last year where I did a lot of drugs and I feel like I might be permanently disabled from that. So, um, what else? Um, yeah. So big Wednesday, bro. That's, I want, I want to bring that back. I want to be, I want to, I want to bring back big Wednesday just where like, you know, it would be nice for it to be understood by my girlfriend that is big Wednesday and my friends are going to be me and my friends are going to be playing games for money. It could, you know, it could, and it's just, it's big Wednesday, you know, I'd like to have that. They all take the day off to get, it's so cute, man. And they're all like gangsters. Like they've all, they, you know, they're all fucking like strapped up. Playing video games for money, bro. And taking a day off work to be together. That's fucking cute. That's, that's cute. That's, you know, that's some, some thug cutery, you know? Um, now what was the other, um, oh, U S retirement, what that's called. U S retire 
meant because I just called it a K forty six or something, but they call it a um, fucking hell four hundred one K. Man, there's something. <laughs> there is something fucking wrong with me, you guys. There is something fucking wrong with me. But um, <clears throat> what do we got? Um, I'm cause yeah, cause there's not, there's no news outside of, you know, fucking coronavirus, and you know, my life is just work and video games at the moment. I'm barely leaving the house. I'm getting a ton, a ton of wood delivered today. Uh, mm, that was a good one. I'm drinking on this coffee. I think I told you guys that already. We still don't have a coffee sponsor. Got two sponsors and none of them do coffee. So not, I don't know. I'm not thrilled. Um, yeah, dude, big Wednesday. And, and, uh, this is something that I've, I've wanted to talk about. I want to write a joke about it, but I'm not, I'm not quite sure where the joke is. But um, on Big Wednesday, in their, we're in there smoking joints and cigarettes and drinking tequila and shit, playing video games. And like whenever you like dunk on somebody or, you know, throw a Hail Mary for a, for a touchdown, my fucking cousin Corey, he'd be like, he'd say, sorry to hear that. Like sarcastically, like, you know, hits a three, like to for the, he hits like a go ahead three, right? In like, you know... NCAA basketball from 2009 or 1986 or whatever. And he's like, he's like, sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that. Right. And so now, you know, I got, I got some, some, you know, a little bit of bad news from a friend yesterday. And, um, like I wrote, sorry to hear that, but I always went, cause I say it too. I say it too, you know? Like we, dude, me and Rachel are watching this bullshit show called Riverdale at the moment, and it. Let me tell you this, it is garbage, bro. We're on season three, and they just don't, they don't know what they're doing. But the the review will come when I finish season four, right? But um, whenever something happens to someone I don't, I don't like, I'll be like, oh, sorry to hear that, you know. So you know, I get this little bit of bad news from a friend yesterday. And I'm telling him, I'm sorry to hear that. And I'm like, fuck, I hope he doesn't read that sarcastically. sarcastically. Cause, um, dude, every time I say sorry to hear that, I feel like I've got to say, like, I've got to say like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm being serious. Right. Cause of Corey McMath. Sorry to hear that. So that's two things, two, two timeless classics from, uh, Springfield, Illinois. Um, but yeah, because of all of this, like there's not much going on. We're just going to, I reckon we're going to go straight into advice here. So we'll, we'll open up the emails. Um, we'll play, uh, we'll play the little noise that we've got here. Um, we need to no move problem. Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. Uh, what have we got here? So we'll just, uh, get the emails up. It ain't no problem, bro. Um, this one seems like a serious one, and this one. Okay, hold on. What do we got here? Um, my stepdaughter is thirteen and pregnant. Her mum kicked her out. What should we do? And what do you mean we? So I'm guessing this is from a man. 
My stepdaughter is 13 and told us she was pregnant. She's a bit of a, to put it nicely, wild child. And you sound, you sound like a, you sound like an old man, son. You sound like an old man. Oh, and this is from a man named Steve. Anyway, you sound like an old man calling a 13-year-old girl a wild child. That's, that is wild, son. Um, drinking, smoking, whatever. Uh, do you mean fucking when you say whatever, dude? <laughs> no offense, but she's 13 with a child in her belly, dude, that she didn't eat. Um, her mother allowed Chloe's 17-year-old boyfriend to move in with them. Uh, they live a few states away, but Chloe visits on holidays and summers. Anyway, Chloe's mother called a few days ago saying we have to come and get her because she kicked Chloe out of the house. Weirdly, the boyfriend is allowed to stay there. That is weird. Chloe does not want the baby, neither do we, so we have been looking into abortions, dude. That rhymes with shmush, morshman. Dude, and I knew a girl, I know several girls named Chloe. And one of them, one of them has, one of them is a hairdresser and she's got that, um, can I speak to the manager haircut, but she is hot, bruh. And, um, I've never been there. Uh, confidence, bruh. And if I was a kid, if I was to tell my kid, if I have a kid, I'm going to tell that motherfucker to practice practice approaching girls you know because like um you know with comedy you got to get used to bombing and just accept it and find it funny and just you know it's just another set fuck it whatever that's what you got to that's the attitude you got to have with asking out chicks which i didn't have when i was young so i'd be like wow she's hot i'd love to um you know get in them jeans or whatever i was thinking but i would never say anything and so you know you just never i'll never find out if you know she she wanted me to get in them jeans or if she wanted to put her face inside my jeans or something like that. We'll never know it. We'll never know it. Mm-hmm. Fucking love coffee, you guys. Um, so you're getting a shm- you're looking at shmushmushmans. Um, <clears throat> okay. Well, uh, as of now, we have a pregnant teen in our house. She's upset with her mother. Everyone is beyond stressed. Fuck, dude, you want me to handle that? I reckon, first off, this 13-year-old that got kicked out of the house and that her boyfriend's allowed to stay, I think the boyfriend's banging the mum. Just, you know, honestly. And it might be because I'm watching too much Riverdale and it's like a fucking modern-day soap opera. But... But I think I think the seventeen year old's banging the mum just quietly and he's about to he's about to have two babies. One's gonna be his daughter and one of them's gonna be his stepsister or something. And that is fucking wild. He's gonna you know, he's gonna be the father to his own cousin or something. To his hold on, his so his girlfriend's mum would be his mother in law, whose kids would be his sister or brother-in-law so he's gonna he's gonna give birth to his own you know brother-in-law dude and that that's a soap opera if i've ever heard one i know that doesn't help you out steve but tell you this i'll tell you this um it is what it is brian you mean you gotta go get this smushmorshman and understand you live in a country where you know 
it's like a crime or something to do schmishmorishmans, but I would just get that shit done. She's 13. She's not ready. She don't want it. You know, we don't want to Brenda got the baby. Brenda had a baby situation, you know, where the baby gets thrown in the trash, you know, so you got to think about that. Okay. So get the schmishmorishman and, um, you know, you just got to try and talk to this, this little girl's mother and be like, Hey, be a mum and let her in the home. You got to raise this bitch. You're obviously not raising her right. She's drinking, smoking, fucking. She's a bit of a wild child. You got to get, you got to put your foot down, get your ass out of the trailer. Stop putting your cigarettes out on her and let that bitch live a normal childhood or teenhood. I don't know what I'm talking about, dude. I'm so jacked up right now. I'll tell you what though, Steve, I'll tell you this right now. We that need to no move Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. That was easy, dude. Um, I think the mum's banging the uh, the boyfriend. But let's uh, let's see more. This one this one sounds lit, okay? And this is um do 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 Okay. My friend is having sex with his imaginary friend. Oh my God. Um, hold on. I reckon we've got a, uh, I reckon we've got an oh my God sound here. Um, yeah, we do. Oh my God. Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, this is, this, this person says, uh, I need to keep this short, but it's about four paragraphs long. So bear with me, you guys. And because this sounds like a good one, I'm going to do it. But that means no one else gets advice today. We're going to, we're going to keep this shit moving. We're already at 30 minutes here. Um, I need sleep. So I want to make this short, but I need to know the level of worry or concern I should have for my friend because right now it's high and I don't know what to say, do, or think about it. And that's, that's yeah, I'd be concerned if my friend was having sex with his imaginary friend. And also, what's wrong with a little bit of masturbatory activity? But let's, let's see. I've had a friend for a year. He's 21, soon to be 22. And he has something called a tuipa. Or, or is that a tulpa? Tulpa, sorry. And I'm, um, you know, I'm wearing my glasses and I still am having troubles. I think it's because that right eye was watering this morning. But let's hear more about this tulpa. It's basically a very real to him, very complex imaginary friend. He has struggled with depression, hopelessness, and lack of friends. So he created his imaginary friend to, well, have more friends. His imaginary friend is somewhat, his imaginary friend somewhat serves as his voice of reason. That's called a conscience. Um, he tells me, he tells me it try to keep him positive. It tries to comfort him. It tries to motivate him to be productive. Basically, a lot of positive things in his life. I get it. It's weird to have an imaginary friend at the age of 22. You're not wrong. But it benefits him and keeps him from being as depressive as he apparently used to be when he was younger. And it prevents him from trying to commit suicide like he did when he was both 17 and 19. So, albeit weird, this thing is kind of positive. I guess no harm, right? Wrong. Let me tell you this. These are the kind of people that bomb buildings and say, ooh, you know, Janice told me to do it. And everyone's like, who the fuck is Janice? And he's like, uh, she's sitting right next to me. And they're like, oh, good God. You know? So yeah, there is some harm in that. 
Okay, that's two uh, two paragraphs down, guys. Two to go. So he, so this tulpa is allegedly a female friend, and he told me today that he's been having sex with it. <laughs> oh, it's getting spicy, boy. Let's see. And my immediate reaction is, what the hell? This guy is off the deep end a bit. Yeah, well, correct. And even before he fucked this friend, dude, he's 22, son. Get some real fucking friends and stop bombing buildings. More? And then he had no idea why I thought that was concerning considering he's never had a girlfriend nor met very many friends. I'm not sure which was more shocking. The fact he thought having sex with an imaginary friend, don't even ask me how, not a clue, it was okay. I'll tell you how, he's, you know, he's putting holes in fruit maybe and fucking it. Maybe, you know, holes in mattresses, pillows. Um, you know, he could be just fucking a sock. Um, he might have a blow-up doll. He might have one of them sex robots. You know, there's tons of things. There's tons of things. He could just be, you know, doing old-school masturbation. He could be doing the reverse wrist work. He could be doing the uh, stranger, which is where you sit on your hand till it goes numb. Then you, then you beat your meat, and it feels like someone else is doing it. That's, I mean, apparently. Um... Or, or the fact that he had no idea why I was concerned upset upon hearing that. He's a very troubled and emotional person. I've tried to help him and he'll be going to therapy in a couple months once his insurance kicks in. But right now, I'm just floored. I'm stunned. And he tells me his imaginary friend encourages him to have sex with him. Oh, this dude's banging a, a man? A fake man? Which just makes me think he's... Succumbed to the delusions in his own head. Really, it's just also shocking and terrible. And maybe I'm overreacting or underreacting, but I just don't know how a normal person reacts to this. Like, obviously, that's not good, right? He needs help, right? How far gone is he? He holds down a job and has few friends, but he's antisocial and doesn't go out and stays inside a lot. I don't expect some super medical psychological response. Though one would be appreciated. And you know that I am the PhD of podcasting, so I'm a doctor. So you, you're getting some medical advice in just a minute when I finish these last couple of lines here. Uh, but I'd like some sort of response or answer so I know how to approach it or if I should let sleeping dogs lie. He is... Um, he is a little socially awkward, misses social cues, but he's fairly functional, I guess. He was mostly sane, I thought. Just severe depression and the imaginary friend quirk. I tried to justify all of it, but now I don't know what to think. Any advice on how I should help him approach him or anything really? Love the show. Bung bung. Okay. Um, Duke. Your friend... Your friend's probably weeks away from murdering somebody. I'll be surprised if he gets to therapy in two months without killing somebody, to be honest. This motherfucker has lost touch with reality. Um, you didn't tell me whether this dude's straight or gay, but he's fucking a, a, an imaginary man. There's nothing wrong with being gay, but there is something wrong with being imaginary gay. Is, he, is there something just as wrong with that as being imaginary straight? Um, you know, you got to... You got to be, you know, just real life gay or real life straight, you know? So, um, this is the, this is the type of dude who like, he's going to kill somebody. It won't be you, but you'll be the person that he confides in. He'll be like, you know that, um, you know, fucking, you know, Janice. Oh, hold on. He's fucking a, 
imaginary man. You know, uh, Jemis. He uh, he told me to light, uh, you know, Grand Vale Elementary School on fire, on fire while all the kids were in it, and I did it. And you'll be like, "What?" And he'll be like, "Just kidding," or am I? And that's when you got to be like, "Hey, Duke." You, hey, you've written in for advice and you've actually sent me some maybe listen to this fuck shit or poor posture. This dude's posture is pretty fucked up. He's fucking an imaginary friend. So, you know, he might be, you know, he might be really trying to, he might be trying to suck his own, you know, slab. So he could straight up literally be the number six, like bent, bent over at the back, just like all scoliosis out, you know? Just fucking osteoporosis down the spine, just bent out of shape, looking like a fucking, you know, question mark, dude. And he and I'm questioning this dude's, you know, mental capacity. I think this dude maybe he might have been with me that weekend, you know, when we did, you know, just drugs, dude. And this dude might have, you know, got like not come back from it, like me, you know. I've, you know, I don't even know, you know. You know, that word that I was looking for before, 401k and fucking, you know, that other one, which I'm going to go back. I'm going to just hit the back button here and see if I can find the word because I consolidation, consolidate, 401k, consolidate, you know, those are two words that I couldn't find earlier and I couldn't find just then, even after looking them up earlier. So I think your friend might have, you know, a TBI, which is a traumatic brain injury which he got from doing, you know, different, you know, experimental drugs. Maybe, you know, he might have, you know, maybe he did something with the animal, you know, like the dude did the bat and, you know, did coronavirus. Some dude apparently did monkeys and did a, did AIDS. So maybe this dude did like a, you know, like a cockatiel or something, ate a cockatiel thinking, oh, this shit's going to taste like quail. And he was right, but it tastes, it, but then, you know, it manifested in his brain and now he's got this tulpa. And I don't know what country you're from to be saying this word tulpa, but it's just imaginary friend, imaginary fuck buddy or whatever, you know, imaginary gay partner. So, um, yeah, all in all, I don't, you know, this guy's got to wait for his insurance to kick in before therapy, but he's definitely, I got to be honest with you. I would be, I would expect this person to confess to murder to you before he, uh, goes to therapy and that's just you know that's just my honest opinion is that advice no um i would stay on his good side or else you'll be dead next um and you know i would try not to have any sleepovers with this motherfucker because um his boyfriend's with him at all times it's imaginary you know this motherfucker is just he's going to start fucking all types of furniture around you and i don't think that's something that you need to see because you you know this guy's got cte tbi and you could end up with PTSD, you know, or in an ICU. So whatever the acronym is, I'll tell you this. We need to no move Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. So that's it. That's going to be it for the uh, fucking um, advice for today. But <clears throat> let's go. Man, I'm yeah, I'm starting to get a little bit sniffly. I am. I do have this uh, scrunched up tissue here. I'll just blow into there. Mm. Mm. And this is why this is why we got to do social distancing, friends. 
Anyway, what have we got here? These are these are all long ones, but let's let's go. This one is from Cassidy. I don't even know if people are still calling kids Cassidy, so I don't I don't know if that's real, but would you rather aliens finally arrive and ascend humanity into a new golden age or humanity fixes its own shit through hard work and tough, difficult trials, but we eventually surpass even the aliens into, into a far superior golden age. Dude, Cassidy, that's really not the funnest question. I'll answer it. And I'm a, you know, I'm a proponent of hard work and I'm, I'm a little bit scared of aliens. So I probably, I probably prefer that we just work through it. Do I believe we have the capacity to do so? No, but I would rather that. Okay, thanks Cassidy. That was a shit one. Um, next. And this one is from Bianca. And the ladies love to write in um, for would you rather's, but I, they used to like advice, but I haven't been getting much lady advice lately. But anyway, would you rather lose the ability to learn on your own, but gain the ability to steal knowledge from others? Or have perfect memory retention when learning new things. Um, lose the ability to learn on your own, but gain the ability to steal knowledge from others. Isn't learning just stealing knowledge or is that gaining knowledge and not stealing it because they still keep it? Why would I want to make someone else stupider while I get smarter? That doesn't help. We all need to get smarter if we want to go to the golden age that Cassidy's talking about, you know? So I'd go perfect memory. Perfect memory retention when learning new things. That's what I'd go for. And then I'd have to just work. I'd have to just work hard on learning. Ugh. Okay. Ugh. Would you rather go back in time or forward in time? Well, that's back in time. So does that mean I actually get younger? Because I miss basketball, dude. I miss it. I'd like to go back in time and be able to play. Yeah, that's easy. And that one is from Dave. Thank you, Dave. Uh, would you rather receive lethal injection in 36 months or serve life imprisonment without parole? Give me that. Give me that jab, bruh. Give me that jab. At least I get a fucking ill last meal, you know. I'll be getting some wings, some hot sauce. Burger, avocado, you know, halloumi fries, probably. Um, uh, you know, fish tacos. Um, what else? Um, you know, I'd probably get a placemat that you can color in on so I can do some art right before I die. Uh, shit. A lot of people say steak. I don't really want a steak for my last meal. I want some fucking... You know, I want some, you know, probably some curry, papadums, you know, naan bread, garlic naan, garlic cheese naan, um, you know, maybe a, a burrito or the one that's a burrito that's fried. Chiquito, is that a chiquito? You know, um, you know, cinnamon donuts, hot cinnamon donuts, maybe some Nutella, um, but like a different brand that doesn't that doesn't use palm oil and doesn't fuck up orangutans. Um, so yeah, death row dude. So I can, yeah. So then I can think about my last meal, you know, ice cream, chocolate cookies, 
hot chocolate coffee, you know, beer. Shit, dude. Anyway, yeah, give me that jab. Would you rather be a wizard from Harry Potter or a Jedi from Star Wars? Um, well, Jedi's fuck their sisters, and um, you know Harry Potter hangs out with Emma Watson. So let me be one of them wizards, dude. Easy. Next. Oh, sorry, and that was from Cassidy again. He sent in two, and that one was better, Cassidy. So you do ones better like that. Um, oh, I'm getting a phone call. Pause. And that was a um, a fucking. It was like a recorded message from an Asian, and I, you know, I'm not trying to be racist, but this is. It was playing like elevator music, right? Like ding 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 like piano, and um, it was just I swear and I was like, well, I'm hanging up. Uh, so yeah, that, see, this is, so that's like the most kind of outrageous thing that's happened to me during quarantine is that not much is really going on with me, but, um, so that was from Cassidy, uh, next one. Uh, and this one's coming from Mike. Would you rather know where Cotton Eye Joe came from or where he went? And I like that one, Mike. And if anyone doesn't know, it's, uh, where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cotton Eye Joe. So that's a, that's a song called Cotton Eye Joe. And um, I probably, like, once he's gone, I don't really care where he goes. So probably where he came from. I'd like to know where Cotton Eye Joe came from. Because where, where he goes, like, people, you know, people come and go. But when they come, it's nice to sort of have that chat and be like, where, where, did, you, where did you come from? Um, next, and this one is from a female named Gina. Would you rather have universal happiness and nobody is able to hurt each other anymore or universal justice, happiness for the innocent and proportional punishment for the guilty? Universal happiness where no one can hurt each other. Then you won't, then you don't need justice, right? I don't know, Gina. Um, you sound soft. You sound as soft as a Welcome to the Potty t-shirt, to be honest. Um, we got two more here. This one is from Andy. And Andy, you know, Andy owns Woody and Buzz Lightyear. Uh, would you rather be able to teleport or become invisible? Guys, do better. You got to do better than that. And I would teleport for sure because then I wouldn't need to pay for any flights. Um, would you rather inspire fear, inspire respect or inspire love? Dude, honestly, and this is, this is from Cassidy again. And Cassidy, I'm going to have to ask you to stop writing into the show. <laughs> Don't do three. Dude, when did this? He's sent three, three emails in three days. Jesus. Okay. Um, you must have. You must be listening. Like you must be catching up on episodes or something. To just, you wouldn't just randomly email in three separate days. You know, you must be. You must be like behind a few episodes and listening to it regularly, and you know, sending shit in. You must be working from home, dude. 
Anyway, Cassidy, if that is your real name, I just, you know, the only Cassidy I've ever heard is, um, is it Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? Is that right? Like this, it's not a name that I've ever come across Cassidy. It sounds like something that someone would call their kid in California. Like, yeah, Cassidy, you know? Meet my, meet my seed, Cassidy, you know? Um, it sounds like a character that Keanu Reeves would play. Oh, I'm Cassidy. And I'm looking for, like, revenge. You know? Uh, anyway, um, would you rather inspire fear, inspire respect, or inspire love? Cassidy, I can tell you, if you fucking fear me, you will respect me. So I'll take that two for one, you know? I'll take that uh, that Kim Jong-un. I'll inspire that fear, bro. Give me that. Because then I get a two for one. Inspiring love. You might respect me, but you know what? Once, dude, I've had people that love me hurt me bad. So, um, and people that respect me, do they fear me? No, not really. Do they love me? Not always. If you fear me, you fucking better respect me because I'm otherwise I'm coming for you, motherfucker. You know, if you fear me, you have the option. You have the option to love me. You might love how much you fear me. I could get a three for one. I'm taking fear every day of the week, Castle there. All right. Um, is that it? We're only at 50 minutes. You know, I feel like I've been a bit lazy lately, but it's just like, what do you talk about? What do you talk about? If you, um, if you don't, what do you talk about if you don't talk about, um, coronavirus, you know, if you're locked in your fucking house, what the fuck else is there, dude? I'm not going to sit here and talk about the politics of these motherfuckers, man. Oh, you know what? I did watch a movie. So let's do Clay's reviews. Um, comedy action or horror. Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes. This segment is Clay's Reviews. You guys, I fucking finally watched Parasite. Um, and that is, that's a movie by Gun Jong-ho or something. Hold on. Bong Joon-ho. Sorry, that was probably racist. Um, and basically, it's a, it's a poor family. The Kim family, they live in, you know, this bullshit house that gets fumigated with the windows open and shit. Um, and they con their way into becoming, they, they all become servants of this rich family. So there's a, one's a, the brother is an English tutor. The, the daughter does art tutoring. The dad becomes a driver and the mum becomes the, the housemaid, right? Um... But everything gets, everything, you know, obviously when you do that shit, shit's going to get complicated. You could get exposed and shit gets mixed up. And um, yeah, they get a bit too comfortable and they start flexing and shit, get, shit gets lit in there. And shit that you don't think is going to happen, happens, dude. And you, I mean, if you've ever seen a Korean film before, you know the recipe, son. It's like Marvel films. You know what's going to happen. Just don't, you don't really know how it's going to happen. And I've got to have a sip of this water here. Um, 
could even have a water sponsor. I've always got water on the Welcome to the Potty desk. Um, but let me tell you this. The score, magnificent. The level of anxiety I felt for over two hours, I think it was two hours and 12 minutes maybe, anxiety through the roof. Reminded me of um, Uncut Gems starring Adam Sandler and Kevin Garnett. Okay, so I'm fucking just absolutely just hooked, right? And it's nighttime. I'm getting real tired. I'm getting real tired, but I can't turn this shit off. I gotta, I gotta see this shit through. And you know, that's a good movie. Is when you're like, fuck, I want to sleep, but I can't do it. I gotta watch this shit because there's movies, bro. I'll fall asleep. I'll sit there and I'll fall asleep because I don't give a fuck anymore, and I'm just gonna succumb to my my body's desire to fall asleep, but not this film, no. This shit, I fought it. I fought that sleep and I watched this whole film front to motherfucking back. I didn't even take a piss break, bro. Believe that. Um, What was it on? I think it was on... Stan. I think we watched it on Stan. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, dude. Nine out of... 10. So suck my dick. All you motherfuckers that think all I do is give 7s and 7.5s, bro. I gave a 4 the other day. I'm giving a fucking 9 today, dude. Think about that. 9 out of motherfucking 10. Parasite. Go see it. Make sure you wear your glasses because you got to read it. It's got subtitles, but it is fucking dope, dude. It deserved all four Oscars that it won. Um... I don't remember what it won. I think it won Best Original Screenplay. Um, uh, Best International Film for sure. Um, Best Motion Picture and Best Achievement in Directing or something like that. Um, I think it had nominations for Film Editing and Production Design or something. I don't know. I I am somewhat of a movie savant. So I'm probably right. But also it's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast, bro. You know what to do, man. Tell a friend to tell a friend about the Welcome to the Potty podcast, bro. We're out here in quarantine, just releasing episode after episode of Hot Hot Fire, bro. Prepared in 15 minutes or less, like Jamie fucking Oliver. That's why they call me Claimy Oliver, bro. And, um, you know, tell a friend to tell a friend, rate and review the show. So all you got to do, click on the five stars, write a little review that says like, this shit is banging, you know, write that shit, hit the share button, hit the fucking share button, buy a t-shirt, sign up to bet with Joel, buy some protein, hit the links in the episode description, hit the links in the welcome to the potty Instagram bio. And we're out here, bro. Fucking love this shit. I hope everyone's well. I hope everyone's well. I'm off to call my old man. Shout out to Hackers. That's my fucking boy. And um, this is the first episode in a long time I haven't mentioned Lavelle by name. (laughs) I love you guys. Make sure you love yourselves. And as always, bung bung. Welcome to